How many interest-free loans do you currently have outstanding? How do you feel about the Puzbol loophole? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 37 of Tractate Gittin. And we ask how many people actually lend interest-free to begin with, let alone stop lending in the sixth year. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. I was once approached by some community leaders who wanted to start an important new initiative, a Gemach, a free loan society. I blessed them with much success and asked them how they were planning to procure the initial funds. We'll have a list of significant Balei Tzedakah, they said. We're going to ask them for donations. I love the initiative, I replied, but ideally we should be thinking about raising the funds a little differently. What do you mean, they exclaimed with a look of surprise. Well, instead of seeking donations, how about we ask for loans, I explained. Each sabbatical year, all personal loans are forgiven. The Torah warns us that we must not avoid lending money with the approach of the seventh year. Today's stuff discusses the Prusbal document, essentially transferring private loans to the state courts enacted to encourage lending. Let's look at the Gemara. The Prusbal loan is not subject to the sabbatical release. This is one of the matters that Hillel enacted, for he noticed with the approach of the sabbatical year, people would stop lending money to one another, thereby transgressing the Torah's admonition, take care lest there be a wayward matter with your heart. He therefore arose and instituted the Prusbal. This is the text of the Prusbal. I hereby convey to you, judges, in this place that any debt I have owed to me from this person, I shall be able to collect it whenever I desire. The judges then signed at the bottom. What is the meaning of the word Prusbal? Of taught a Prus, enactment, for the bully and booty. Bully refers to wealthy people, as it is written, and I will break the pride of your power. And Rav Yosef taught, these are the bulloists of Judea. Buti refers to the poor, as it is written, you shall surely lend to him ha'avet tavitenu. Explains Rashi, for the rich, so that they do not lose their money, and for the poor, so that the door of credit will not be shut before them. Let's analyze the Gemara. Hillel instituted the Prusbal because people stopped providing interest-free loans in the sixth year. That should give us pause. One wonders how Hillel would have felt had he lived today. How many people lend interest-free, as the Torah asks us to, during the first through fifth years? We're not talking about lending to family members. The Torah instructs us to give to your poor brother, meaning our Jewish brothers and sisters who are truly lacking. Our sages tell us that the mitzvah of lending money interest-free is, in many respects, greater than giving tzedakah. Why? Firstly, tzedakah is an obligation. We are required to tithe 10% of our earnings. In other words, it's not your choice because it's not really your money. You're simply a custodian of the money to choose how best to allocate it. But secondly, and more importantly, charity doesn't really help people get back on their feet. Lending money gives them the opportunity to start a business or make an investment that will empower them to become self-sufficient. That's the ultimate form of assistance. But what if you don't know any poor people to lend money to? Unfortunately, every community has poor people, those who have lost their jobs and fallen on hard times. Many communities have public free loan societies, the Gemach, and often these are handled by the Shul Rabbi and oftentimes an additional confidential trustee. They're not charities. They don't give away your money. 
The trustees assess every application and lend money on behalf of the participants according to the borrower's need and plan for repayment. But here's what's important to remember. When you give money to the Gemach to fulfill the Torah's mitzvah of lending money, it's not a donation. You shouldn't request a tax receipt. You shouldn't allocate it from your miser. It's like an interest-free credit union. You make a deposit and someone else borrows the money you've deposited. However, in contrast with an interest-bearing bank account that tends to pay very little for your deposit nowadays, your return on the loan to the Gemach is unbounded reward in this world and the next. Now that's what I call a great investment. Hillel was upset that once every seven years people stopped lending money, and so he took a radical halachic step and created the principle. The interesting problem nowadays is not that people have stopped lending, but that many haven't even started. May you invest in the mitzvah that's even greater than tzedakah, and may you earn incredible returns on your investment. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my chavrusa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativeduff.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.